You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to another episode of Locked On Gators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off of your next order. Happy Monday. Hope you all had a at least somewhat relaxing weekend, or at least a good weekend, even if it wasn't relaxing. I am Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. I'm also the founder of Whole9Sports.com, where you can find all of my written work. Today, we'll talk about Florida football's latest commit, Gators softball results from this weekend, which I cannot wait to talk about. And we'll talk about some more incoming recruits for the 2021 football season. Also, thank you to the people who left a review. Please do continue to do so or to reach out to me in some way so that I can work to make this the best Gators podcast around. Um, Also, just want to give a a quick little shout out to Conservative Ed because he pointed out that during, I think, the Thursday episode or something like that, I had a little bit of a a, a hiccup where I mentioned Iverson Clement. Um, Obviously, he's not a Gator anymore. I believe, again, just backtracking, I'm pretty sure I was talking about Lorenzo Lingard and just got lost there. So sorry about that, but thank you for pointing it out so that I could correct that. Uh, before we get started, just a quick reminder to follow Locked On Gators wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss an episode. Um, if you didn't know, on Saturday, Florida Gators had a late transfer recruit commit to the Gators, and it is Jadarius Perkins, a corner defensive back really um from mississippi gulf coast community college which as we know uh i actually spoke about on the friday episode i think when i covered dewan black because dewan black and jadarius perkins were teammates at mississippi gulf coast uh jadarius perkins was there for two seasons he was a juco all-american for one of those seasons and His story is a little weird because in January, he went to Missouri to play. He went through all spring ball with him. And then uh, on April 29th, Jadarius Perkins decided to leave Missouri. I haven't really seen an exact reason why. Uh, So a little cloudy there for me, at least. Again, I tried looking real quick, couldn't see anything but I'm just going to roll with it. So he's now a Gator, so I'm excited for it, just because he's someone that, uh, you know, I know Dewan Black was actively recruiting him to come to Florida with him, and now it's happened. Uh, Jadarius Perkins had offers from Georgia, Texas, um, after he left Missouri, and then before he had committed to Missouri, he also had offers from Oregon and Oklahoma so he was really recruited across the country across all conferences he was someone that college teams just wanted and he's got probably one or two years before he's going to try to go pro so he's looking to contribute early I think he can we've got Kair Ilum but then that second corner spot's kind of still a toss-up right now so and I don't think that we're close enough to the season to say Jadarius Perkins is 
like less favorable in this situation because if he's really as talented as he's been hyped up to be, which again, I haven't gotten a chance to really get my hands on any Mississippi Gulf Coast tape to watch that. But um, yeah, if he's really as talented as he's brought up to be or hyped up to be, then he could be someone that starts at corner two pretty much instantly. Um, so yeah, I'm not willing to say that he's He's behind. He might be a little behind just not being able to have that experience of spring ball with the team. But as far as talent-wise, he could still easily work his way into the starting rotation, at least if you're asking me. Um, he's six foot two, 185 pounds. So he, he and like just looking at him, you could tell he's lanky, he's lengthy. Uh, he brings experience to his secondary that's just facing a lot of turnover right now. And I mean even just looking at his size and his reported skill set uh he's listed as a corner but he's got the size and um and it looks like ability to move to safety if if like that's needed um which it very well might be just given just how like there's been a ton of turnover in this secondary so if he's the guy that has to come in and step up whether he's playing corner safety working in the nickel doing whatever it is he's got to do I'm for it. I'm excited for this. Like bringing in a recruit this late is always something that's going to grab some attention. But not only that, this is a very talented football player. Like a junior college All-American is nothing to scoff at at all. So being able to bring him in, hoping that he can kind of step into this lineup and step into the secondary instantly and be able to make an impact is something that I'm most definitely looking for with him. Uh, whether or not he can do it, whether or not he'll pick up the defense quickly, slowly, however that goes. There's a ton of toss-ups here. Like I mentioned on Friday, I've been talking about Florida men's Gators basketball, um, that they have a ton of recruits coming in, so who knows? Jadarius Perkins is the same thing where it's like, who knows really what he's all about if he'll be able to step in and make an impact right away with with the Gators or if he's going to need to take some time back to just learn the defense and pick up there i don't think that's going to be an issue but i don't know him i didn't see a ton of him prior to his commitment so i'm not comfortable making an assessment at that point but hey i'm cool with it if he can make it work and if he can get on the field more power to him i do think he's going to be someone that moves around the secondary and isn't just a corner two option Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, winter green, cinnamon, and pomegranate. It's 2021. Get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape, throw away your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum and lozenges today. This is the real deal. A Lucy subscription comes directly to your door each month. It's simple and you don't have to worry about leaving your house because Lucy has delivery down. Locked on college network listeners, if you go to lucy.co and use the promo code locked on college, all one word, you're going to get 20% off of all products on your first order, including gum or lozenges. And I do have to read this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code locked on college. I talked about it on the Friday episode with Florida Gators softball starting their NCAA tournament with the regional. And man, 
did they clean house this weekend. Uh, Friday, they beat South Florida 1-0. Saturday, they beat South Alabama 10-0. And Sunday, they beat South Florida 8-0. Honestly, like, sure, like, those games are awesome, but to talk about just winning 19 nothing over the course of three games is phenomenal. 6.3 runs per game and allowing zero. So, sure, that's amazing. But what's even just crazier to me, Elizabeth Hightower is a freak with a capital F-R-E-A-K. She is insane. On Friday, she started the game against South Florida. She pitched six and a third inning without allowing a hit. Yesterday, Elizabeth Hightower against South Florida pitched a complete game no hitter baby a no-no for the florida gators in the regional round absolutely dominant performance performances by elizabeth hightower this weekend uh 13.1 innings pitch without allowing a single hit she had she did walk five batters so sure not perfect games don't care still no hitters and she had 16 strikeouts in that time so she was just absolutely dominant from start to finish the entire time honestly i'm i'm kind of a little annoyed that she came out of the game on uh friday because possibly two no-nos in one week would have in one weekend would have been insane two no-nos from the same pitcher over the course of three games would have been insane um yeah she's just She's a freak. Florida allowed three hits in the three games. So, <laughs> sorry, just saying that out loud to me is just ridiculous. Um, Natalie Lugo pitched in the South Alabama game on Saturday. Uh, she threw a complete game, two hit shutout. So it <laughs> it's insane to me that Florida scored six point three runs per game this weekend and allowed one hit per game <laughs> this weekend. Oh man, it is it's it's insane. It was just a wild weekend for Florida Gators softball. Um I want to touch just I I know I try not to talk too much about opposing teams, but on Friday's episode I spoke about Georgina Corrick, who's uh South Florida's main pitcher. Uh she pitched just a ton. She's had a huge workload this season. And I mentioned that she really struggled against Florida in both of her regular season matchups against the Gators. She pitched two solid games this weekend. Uh, yesterday, she she collapsed a bit at the end of it. Um, but, I mean, <laughs> I mean, end of the day, she had, she pitched a solid game on Friday. She pitched a solid game for the huge majority of Sunday. So she had two outings, a lot of same thing with Elizabeth Hightower, two outings, strong performances, but Georgina Cork kind of collapsed a bit at the end of the game yesterday. But both her outings you can call monumental successes when you compare them to her first performances against Florida this season. Uh, that was really rough, but she really cleaned it up. Florida didn't have a single really dominant offensive performance of course run wise they ran it up but it was literally it was just team efforts throughout which is just awesome to see um 
so that, that's one thing that like we've seen a lot of people have just like huge games here and there but this game was seriously just or this weekend was seriously just team efforts offensively it was it was great to see it was great softball and elizabeth hightower natalie lugo carrying the gators into the uh super regional this weekend where now florida has made it to the super regional for eight straight seasons so that is awesome uh florida is going to take on georgia which can't wait for that one uh see florida has georgia in the uh super regional this weekend starts on friday it's a best of three series so we'll see how it goes they did face off in a best of three series earlier this year florida won that series two to one um of course like i mentioned uh at at some point last week florida or maybe even the week before that florida was the only team to not lose any conference games in the sec they or not lose any conference uh series in the sec sorry they lost games but not in the series they didn't lose they didn't lose the conference series uh last time against georgia they lost the first game four to two then the second and third games they won 17 to one and eight to one so really cleaned it up in the second games or second and third games hoping they can continue to do the same thing i have i just i'm not i'll preview this series later but i'm gonna say elizabeth hightower natalie lugo i am not expecting repeat performances but my lord do they have the momentum rolling for them right now and as we build anticipation for this tournament let's start building our bodies too i'm not even gonna apologize anymore i don't feel bad for it anymore it entertains me a lot so hmm (laughs) build bar is the best protein bar on the market it has 18 delicious flavors including recent built bar champion coconut brownie chunk personally i'm a cookie dough chunk or peanut butter brownie kind of guy that's some style that's my vibe i don't care if it's yours or not but it's mine (laughs) if you're trying to eat clean but you've got a sweet tooth like me that is no longer a problem built bar is your low calorie low sugar high protein and high fiber solution you can even enjoy built bar get this if you're keto remember to use the promo code locked 15 to get 15 percent off of your next order that is locked l-o-c-k-e-d 1515 to get 15 percent off of your next order at builtbar.com uh it's been about a month and a half since i've gotten into this but i figured why not it was fun when i did it and i know that i got some solid feedback about it so sorry it's taken so long but we're gonna get back into this uh this is a brief look at just some of the florida recruits coming in this season um we'll we're gonna go way in depth on this roster before the season comes up so patience and we'll get there first up i'm gonna talk about chief borders a 6'5 242 pound four-star linebacker out of Carrollton, georgia uh pass up offers from arkansas auburn and colorado i'm gonna let you know arkansas a name you're gonna hear quite a few times in this uh from what i got to see of borders watching just like huddle and stuff like that uh He's a powerful guy. He's he's faster than he looks. I'll say that because um, he's big. Like 6'4", 242 is not little at all. Uh, but he moves faster than he looks. He doesn't move quicker. He, he's not a quick guy. Don't get me wrong there. 
but he's he's a sea ball hit ball carrier that uh <laughs> kind of guy that he's been a contributor on special teams in high school and we know one thing florida does exceptionally is put their starters and get quality time out of special on special teams from their contributors uh he's gained about 30 pounds since 2019 so He's packed on the pounds. He looks like he could build a bit more. He can carry a bit more without really uh, losing speed or athleticism there. But we'll see. I don't think he's going to be a big difference maker early on. I think right now one of the things for him is really finding out what he's going to do. He's played safety. He's played linebacker. I think he's got a better chance of like hunkering down and playing more close to the line of scrimmage than he does of losing weight and going to safety. But I do think that two to three years, we could be looking at a quality starter for this Gators defense. Next up, we've got Jordan Young, a six foot, 185 pound, three star corner out of Tampa, Florida, passed on Alabama and Arkansas. Um, Jordan Young's a fun one because he's a lifelong Gators fan, and that, play, that reportedly played a huge part in his commitment to Florida. Uh, dude is lanky. He's shown willingness as a press corner. He, he's dominated some of these high school receivers in press coverage. Um, he's had success as a run defender, but again, I'm not putting a ton of stock into that when you're looking at high school tape, just because sure, he could be going up against these talented receivers, but are they really refined run blockers in high school? Probably not, uh, just given my experience and of course, very bad high school football, but my experience, a lot of high school receivers, not great blockers. Uh, his aggressiveness is a major plus, though, especially since he'll likely see himself playing special teams. Um, maybe he sees a guy. Maybe he sees a role as a versatile corner safety kind of guy. Who knows? I'm expecting a lot of movement in this secondary this year. Next up, we got Christopher Thomas, a six-six, near three hundred pound, three-star defensive tackle from Fort Myers, Florida. Passed on offers from Arkansas, Florida State, and Georgia. This dude's huge. He dominated in high school, but uh, like he would straight up just overwhelm these offensive linemen with his speed and power, which, yeah, that spells potential. But, I mean, if he doesn't develop technique, which he needs to, uh, yeah, he's he's going to just bust early. Like that That's the thing with these guys that are that have speed and power. It's like, Sure, you can dominate these weaker offensive linemen, but if you don't develop technique, you're going to get screwed over at the next game, big time. Uh, we've got Dakota Mitchells, a six foot, 185 pound, three star safety out of Winter Park, Florida. He said no, uh, N E A U X to LSU, Alabama, Auburn, and Arkansas. Uh, Dakota Mitchell looks like a versatile safety that he's reportedly a freak athlete. I couldn't really find numbers on him and on tape, he looks very freaky athletic, but he's also going against guys that are high school athletes. Like, so he's going to look more athletic than them. Uh, technically he looks pretty raw, but like his athleticism makes up for it. He looks like he's got a pretty aggressive mindset. He could be an early contributor as a box safety or star kind of role, but putting him as a deep safety, I think, is a terrible decision. Just because if he plays himself out of position or overestimates his athleticism, yikes! Uh, he he he's aggressive, so he should be close to the line of scrimmage where he can work there. Uh, finally, we're going to talk about Rocco Underwood, 6'4", 220 pounds, three star, 
long snapper out of lake mary florida i know long snappers aren't the sexy topic but rocco underwood definitely a big name long snapper for high school he passed on alabama florida atlantic and arkansas um according to rubio long snapping which is a very big long snapping uh coaching clinic or facility whatever you want to call it uh coaching school he's the quote-unquote first ever six-star recruit he's got perfect mentality size athleticism spiral speed and consistency so think of him more as a five tool prospect in baseball six tool prospect long snapper for football um also could help to know that his cousins played for florida um you might know them like they were like okay contributors johnny and tommy townsend if you've ever heard of those names uh rocco underwood also has in his college career as a tight end 77 catches 1,314 yards and 16 touchdowns. So he could be a long snapper that we see play tight end occasionally. He could move full-time to tight end. Who knows? But he's someone to get excited for, especially with Brett Diogardi now gone, uh, going pro. So Rocco Underwood could try to slide into that spot there. But that about does it for today's episode of Locked On Gators. Join me tomorrow as we'll revisit Florida Gators baseball as the SEC tournament starts up. Once again, my name is Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find all of my written work with Whole Nine Sports. That is W-H-O-L-E-N-I-N-E Sports. Be sure to check out Lockdown NBA, hosted by <laughs> just so many people. Uh, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. But the NBA playoffs are in full swing as of right now. Uh, Lakers and Suns are in a very tight one. There's just under five minutes left. Suns have a a nine-point lead last I checked. Um, So don't miss out on any of the coverage. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Uh, Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.